mothers are bringing the spiritual contribution to the family, the healing contribution. It's the mothers right now who, in private conversations, who on Zoom or on a phone call with a, a mom from your kid's school or via text or Voxer, if I'm working with a private client in Voxer, it's in these private spaces where mothers feel safe bringing up these conversations of really what's happening is they're recognizing that they're operating on these default settings. You're listening to The Nicole Joy Show. I'm Nicole Joy, your host. I'm also the founder of the Evolutionary Business School membership. I'm the author of Just Start Audiobook. I'm a 1-3 self-projected projector and pure into human design. I am the mother to three amazing little people. I'm a mentor, guide, energy healing practitioner, massive birth nerd, and I'm a big, big fan of 90s R&B. Oh, and Beyonce. Always Beyonce. On this podcast, we'll talk all things entrepreneurship, motherhood, energy healing, spirituality, and so much more. Thank you for hanging with me as my story, our stories continue to unfold. Enjoy. Okay, a couple quick announcements before we get started. Number one, there is a brand new bonus for everybody who joins the portal all access pass. So what that looks like is if you have already joined, it kicked off in April. So if you join in April or May, the cutoff is May 31st, you get to come to a June bonus pop-up Q&A. So you, me, everybody else who's joined up until May 31st are invited to Zoom to hang out and ask me questions. This is a great opportunity for you to get private coaching support while you're watching these on-demand courses. And if you haven't looked inside of the portal, click the link in the show notes and browse through all of the courses that are included. It is all of my online business, business development coursework slash personal development coursework. If you were to purchase all of these courses separately, it would be over $2,000. So the portal all access pass is a way that you can pay monthly to watch as much as you like, as often as you like for a much lower price point. So click the link in the show notes, check out the portal. If you have any questions, let me know. My advice, hop in and start with where you're at. Start with whatever course feels like you're being called to it or what would be the next helpful piece for you. And then come to the bonus Q&A in June. Ask me all the things. This is your opportunity to get more of that support from me. Okay, announcement number two is I've opened up two private mentorship spots. In private mentorship, we get to customize whatever it is that you need my support in, whether that's business strategy and structure, motherhood mentorship, high-level energy work, any combination that feels most appropriate for where you're at right now. If you'd like to talk about what that looks like, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram, email me, Nicole at NicoleJoy.com. Let's set up a time that we can talk and see how I can best help you. All right, friends, enjoy the episode. Okay. In honor of Mother's Day, I know Mother's Day just passed, but in my world, we don't honor the mother one day out of the year. Every day is Mother's Day. Thank you. So in honor of Mother's Day, what I want to talk about is kind of the next wave of contribution that I'm seeing from mothers to the family. And so to back up a little bit and give you kind of backstory before we get into what I see coming on the other side of this is there's this game book. I think it's a game, but I know it's a book and a documentary called Fair Play. If you haven't heard of Fair Play, the gist is that it is highlighting the imbalance of workload. If you're watching, you see the quotes. If you're listening, I'm air quoting of the workload, the burden in quotes that the mothers tend to carry in the family in an attempt to rebalance some of the physical and mental 
let's say, burdens, right? Which is really the, the language that I associate with what we're hearing out in society. I have a different take on this a little bit. Not that I'm anti this concept. I think it's fantastic that we're highlighting this and really starting to bring more awareness to people who might not be in the position that feel like they're carrying more of that burden. I also think it's really promising that society is recognizing this, right? We have a lot of attention coming as a result of this documentary. It's on Netflix, by the way. Again, I have not watched the whole thing. I just kind of watched snippets of it. So, and when we say like fiscal burden and the mental load or the mental burden or whatever you want to call it, right? The fiscal load that the women or the mothers of the household are reportedly carrying more of, carrying more of, we're talking about, you know, in terms of the physical, like doing the laundry and making sure all the kids have clean clothes to wear and clean uniforms to wear and picking up the dishes and prepping the food and doing the grocery shopping and mopping the floor and all of these physical things we associate with the household, not necessarily financial contributions, right? And some of these women are also bringing in a lot of the financial contribution to the household. So I let me preface all of this. I should have done this in the beginning with every family is different. And this is not to generalize like you know me and that's not not how I do things. But we have to acknowledge, right, that like societally, we're, we're also acknowledging that the mothers tend to be carrying a lot of this physical and mental stuff. The mental being, you know, remembering that so-and-so has a field trip today, so they need something special in their backpack, or they need SPF, you know, some sunscreen, or remembering that there's a birthday party on Saturday at three o'clock, and this one also has a birthday party on Saturday at 3.30, so we have to divide and conquer, and who's to watch the third, and, you know, organizing these kind of things, or remembering that they have five days of school, but now it's Wednesday, and we're down to only one clean uniform, so we have to do laundry, you know, the mental stuff. Remembering that, oh, we're out of green apples. That one kid likes green apples. Or we're out of purple grapes because that other kid only eats purple grapes. Yes, really. If if you are not yet mother, this is the kind of thing that runs through your head. It feels like constantly on repeat, right? So when I think about these things, you know, for a long time, I feel like, like many people, we look at this as it can feel kind of heavy. And I chose a long time ago. And now I choose actively to think of it a little bit differently. Like there are moments where things like this can still feel overwhelming because I am a human, right? And then I also choose to look at this as a contribution that I'm making to my family, that I'm making to my household. So like making sure the kids have clean uniforms, what a gift to be able to put a clean set of clothes on my child so they can go learn about something that they enjoy. My contribution of making a meal or making sure somebody has green apples, what a gift that my kid who likes green apples only has fresh fruit that they can eat when they're home. And so my decision to look at this through a different perspective and shift the way I think of this has really impacted how I navigate my daily life and how I approach this kind of physical and mental contributions to the household. Now, let me also just say that just because there's this heavy feels like more of it lands on the women, it doesn't mean that the men don't carry any mental load or any physical load. It's just a little caveat there. I see you dads. That where I want to take this conversation is what I see coming next, what I see as being the next thing that society recognizes. Because what this is really about for me is mothers being recognized. And I'm also a projector. So if you're a projector and you happen, if you're a mother and you happen to be a projector listening to this, the recognition piece is so important to how we feel and how we navigate the world and really the energy that we have to continue to show up and do the things. You know, there's something about when you're recognized for something as a projector, it's like all the circuits turn on. It's like somebody flips a switch and we just turn on and we suddenly have these bursts of energy and we have this desire to do or create or participate or contribute 
more. So I get really excited about the recognition piece. Now where I see this going, I'm seeing it kind of in the whispers still. It hasn't yet come out at the level of the Fair Play documentary, but I do think that fast forward, however many years it takes, this is going to be the next thing. And that is that mothers are bringing the spiritual contribution to the family, the healing contribution. It's the mothers right now who, in private conversations, who on Zoom or on a phone call with a, a mom from your kid's school or via text or a Voxer, if I'm working with a private client in Voxer, it's in these private spaces where mothers feel safe bringing up these conversations of really what's happening is they're recognizing that they're operating on these default settings. They're operating in motherhood on the settings that they came into this life with, which let's give an example, are very like 80s, 90s boombox, right? Where our kids are coming in with settings on like iPhone 3000s and we're operating like a boombox, but we have little iPhone 3000s. And I know this is not about technology, but like to give you an idea of consciousness, right? We're operating from a boombox consciousness because that's what we were taught and it doesn't work the boombox consciousness doesn't work with these little iPhone 3000s. I know that's not the best example, but bear with me here. Like their consciousness level that these little people came into this world with, they're not available for these default settings that we have and the default world, the way the world was constructed. I think the more we learn about people, the more we learn about individuals and the more we learn about children, the more we're realizing how unique we are. And this world was mostly designed for one type of individual, right? If you think about it through the lens of human design, 70% of the population are generators. A lot of our wor world is built for generators, not for projectors, right? Projectors are only 20%. And there's a lot of other nuances. And individuals that are neurodivergent who have various experiences going on in their lives, like there's a lot of things happening in people's lives that make this one size fits all default boombox world not really fit. And so what that feels like to me is like a disconnect. It feels like there's this disconnect and it's not landing. Let's take a moment for a quick commercial break. I want to share with you HoneyBook. If you have not been using HoneyBook in your service-based business, well, let me tell you that this thing is like simplified my life. HoneyBook is a client relationship management system. So they had me at, when you're picking the options of what your profession is, they had me at doula was an option. I was like, hello. I signed up for HoneyBook a few years ago. It beats the other CRM system that I was looking at. It starts with a D, ends with an O. It beats it like by far for me. I found that one way too clunky and tricky to navigate. And I'm in the online business space. You would think that I'm super techy and I'm really in able to do all of these techy things. I'm actually not. I need it very, very simple to start and then I can build on it. HoneyBook is something that has made it so simple. So when I am working with new clients, there's contract templates, there's agreement templates, there's onboarding questionnaires. I mean, anything you can imagine that you need in a CRM system is there. Click the link in the show notes. They generally have free trials that you can test it out. That's my affiliate link. I hope you enjoy using HoneyBook as much as I do. I think I've been in it three years strong. Okay, back to the episode. So let's go back to motherhood and talk about these private conversations. The mothers are experiencing this and they're like, what is going on? You know, the school system is set up this way on these old settings. And if you're in a great school or if you're in a school that happens to even be more closer to today's reality, that's great. But then even still, what I'm noticing is that there's still this 
gap between the consciousness level of the world that these children are in and who these children actually are. And so as a parent, I feel like it can be really tricky. And the mothers that I tend to speak to, I don't work with a whole lot of dads. In fact, I have like zero dad clients. So I tend to work with the mothers. And these mothers that I'm speaking to are sharing with me that like something doesn't feel right. You know, the way the world is designed, the labels that they're giving me for my children don't feel correct. This doesn't feel right. And it it really is making women and making mothers feel like there's something wrong, like there's something wrong with your child or that it means something not great about the way that you parent them. And what I want to share with you is that like, you're not doing anything wrong. These are iPhone 3000s. And I don't believe that we're here to try to bring them back to move box default settings. I think that we need to adjust ourselves accordingly. And I'm seeing it in my clients. I'm seeing it with some of the other women that I talk to at my kids' schools that are messaging me and they're like, hey, I'm going to ask you something, right? And these are private conversations. I I wouldn't share all this publicly, of course. But the gist is that like, it's not just one person. It's an increasing amount where they're like, something doesn't feel right. It's something wrong with my kid, right? And so it's it's been starting with that conversation. And then ultimately what I'm seeing the journey began for these women is very similar to the journey I began in 2016. It's deconditioning in a lot of areas of life. But right now we're talking about the lens of motherhood and deconditioning what we believe parenting is supposed to look like, what we believe the family unit is supposed to look like, how we believe our children are supposed to act and supposed to behave in different settings. And so they begin this deconditioning process and they're looking for other people who get it because it can feel very isolating. It can feel very lonely. They're looking for reassurance that like, am I crazy or is this a thing, right? And so I am several years into this process of deconditioning and healing, stopping these generational patterns, breaking up with the default boombox settings because we're not there anymore and learning something new. And it's not that we have to have all the answers and it's that there is a perfect template to go by because honestly, there isn't. I don't believe that there's a one-size-fits-all parenting template anymore and motherhood template. I don't even parent all three of my children the same. And there are people who might believe that that's actually a problem. And I choose to believe that that's, I think, to their benefit because they're all different individuals. All of my children are very different. The way that I communicate with them, the way that I navigate bumps in the road, the way that I hold myself in the relationship, it is different for each child because they're different. And so part of it is human design. How do I do, you know, how do I do this? How do I do this with my clients? Part of it is we look at human design. Part of it is we incorporate energy healing. So as you know, I'm a practitioner of the expansion principle energy healing modality. So I incorporate energy healing into this. And sometimes the conversation is like, there are a lot of women, I'll say, and the conversation will sound something like, my husband doesn't really get it, or I'm not sure if he understands, and that's okay. The experiences I've had with these women in private containers, they are the ones who are initiating the deconditioning and the healing experience for their children, for themselves as the mother, for their children, and for the family unit as a whole. This is another contribution that we as mothers are making to our families that hasn't yet been recognized on a mass collective stage yet. I do think that that's coming. So having said all of that, if you find yourself in that stage where you're like, this doesn't feel like it's fitting, this feels like there's a disconnect, I'm looking for something different. I'm looking for tools. I'm looking for support or mentorship on how do I navigate this? How do I move to iPhone 3000 settings for these little people and adjust the way that I parent each one of them and bring this healing to my family, this contribution of healing, right? It's not a burden. 
It's a contribution because think about what you're doing for the family unit. This kind of work changes the trajectory for each one of your children's lives, for your life, for the family unit as a whole. And in my opinion, there's not a whole lot that's more important than that. Now, I am one of the people who does this kind of work. There are others, but I hope that if you're listening to this and it's landing and you feel like, yeah, Yes, that is a route that I would like to go down. That's a path that I would like support on. Whether it's working with me or with somebody else, I highly encourage you to seek out your people. Even just listening to this podcast is a step, right? If you'd like further, more private support, I have been doing this organically with clients now for several months. And really in other ways, I've been doing it for a few years. So if you'd like to talk about what that looks like, feel free to send me an email, nicole at nicolejoy.com. I can work with you privately in this capacity. And or you can send me an Instagram DM or Facebook message. You know how to find me. I'm in all the places. So in closing, I just want to remind you and recognize you, projector or not, I want to recognize you for the contributions you're making to your family. It's not just doing the laundry and making sure they have clean food to eat. Those things are important, but it's a lot more than that. And I see you and I recognize you and I appreciate you because these little people, they are going to be taking care of all of us. They are going to be leading all of us. And so it's in everybody's best interest interest to really heal and nourish and nurture these children in a different way. All right, have a good week. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. Bye.